the Pixel Rater. It's a me, Mario. Woohoo! You're number one. Aha! Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <coughs> would recommend. <laughs> would sit in. <laughs> would would sit again. <laughs> All right. Oh, and with that, welcome everyone. Uh, this is Pixel Raider Land Party's tenth podcast episode, number ten. Um, thank you for joining us um, today. Special. Oh yeah, super special. Um, today Antonio couldn't join us. Um, he has been doing some moving stuff. He's relocating. Really, yeah, really exciting real life changes for him. So Being an adult and stuff. He's an adult so hard. <laughs> yeah, he's adulting. So we are unsupervised this episode, the four of us. Um, so I am going to be your sub host for today, uh, and I am Danny. And I'm your other host, Will. Oh, I'm Tristan. <laughs> I was waiting for Alex. <laughs> and I'm Alex. And thank you guys again for joining. Um, so let's just start off, like usual, with uh, what everybody's playing. Um, Tristan, why don't you go first? Um, so, I mean, so I built this computer... And I have been going Steam crazy. I've been just spending way too much money. I've been playing Batman. I got Skyrim today. I've been playing Alien Isolation. I get to mod all that out. Yes. Yeah. Like on an actual like serious time investment, I've been playing Twilight Princess finally. Oh yeah. Um, that's probably been taking up most of my time when I'm not staring at my computer. Classic. And I, oh, I, da- I downloaded Earthbound for my 3DS today because I'm a sucker and I'll just keep giving all my money to Nintendo. <laughs> that makes sense. Good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Of all the new Steam games that you got, are there any that are especially nice or good? Like good-looking or fun to play? Mm, yes. Both. <laughs> I mean, the division looks really pretty. That's all I have to say about that. Uh-huh. I, I, something tells me we're going to talk a lot about that. <laughs> a lot about that today. I don't know what that could be. No idea. I don't. I don't even know what that game is. No, I, it's it's really it's a really good feeling to launch a game on Steam, especially coming from a 2012 Mac, and to have every single game be like your recommended settings are ultra high. It just makes me feel good as a person. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, the way it should be. I play on a 13-inch MacBook Pro, so I don't have that luxury. I got to run Diablo 3 on like the lowest possible settings with like <laughs> no like like nothing at all. You can play a mean game of OS 10 chess. That's mm-hmm. true. I can chess it up real good. Chess and Ultra. Well, other than chess and Ultra, what have you been playing, Alex? Um. So let's see. So. I've actually kind of taken towards some steaming games as well. Um, I, like I was always like never like about Steam for the main reason that a I'm playing on a MacBook Pro, um, so it's just like it's not very like comfortable to like you know have your hands craned like this and then be two inches you know from the screen the whole time. Yeah, right? that makes sense. Um, Alex, how low does your chair sit if you're typing like this? Uh, it's you know pretty low. Also, I hunch just naturally. Uh, I mean, we were just talking about the the quasi moto jobs that we all have. Um, so yeah, um, but I started kind of like picking up some like like just two D sprite games here and there, uh, and that's been super fun. Uh, I was I was playing Dust Force for a little bit, which it has a phenomenal soundtrack by this guy Life Formed, uh, which is so good. beautiful music. Like it, 
if you don't even care about games, first of all, why are you listening to the podcast? Second of all, <laughs> second get of all, out. Just get out. Even if you don't care, listen to this sound. Like listen to these soundtracks. It's, they're it's, re- really they're, it's just really good electronic music. Even if you wow. couldn't care less, it's uh, really so relaxing. Hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Like it, it, it's a good way to go to bed and a good way to wake up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've I've been playing that. I've also just kind of like in between train rides and kind of like idle time. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft on my phone uh, and recreating. Uh, well, not recreating because it's not like lifelike, but I've been making my own like little Middle Earth inside of Minecraft. Um, nice. So that's been pretty cool, um, but that's like all on my phone. So on the yeah. phone, do you prefer it on the phone, like mobile no. platform versus PC? No, like I, out of people, all the ways that I've played it, I like it on, I like I like it on computer a lot, and I like it on Xbox. Um, but <clears> it's just cool because I can like pull out my phone and I'm just on Minecraft, you know. Uh, and it's that's true. Yeah, I mean it's have, fun. We should have like a Minecraft episode someday. I'd be down to totally, totally talk should. about that. Just talk about like our like favorite things that we built. If they if they released a for the mobile device like specific red zone uh, not red zone uh, <laughs> redstone patch uh, where it's like you can do everything you can do with computer in terms of red zone a uh, red zone zone <laughs> circuitry. Well, where do you work? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could not possibly name that place. Some fruit stand somewhere. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, redstone circuitry, because um, that's my favorite part, is making huge elaborate contraptions with that game yeah. and just spending hours and hours getting lost into a computer that I'm building. That's cool. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's the one thing I think they need for, for mobile. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, like, I don't know. I probably have the most fun on Minecraft just on the creative mode period, you know, like... It's fun on like survival and everything else, but creative mode where you can just kind of just go nuts, you know, and you don't gotta worry about dying every two seconds or keeping That's yourself true. alive. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. What are you doing, funny, well, since I've got the camera on you? Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Oh. Uh, well, uh, so I've been playing a couple things. Well, obviously one of them is Division, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that, but. The other game that I've been playing, and I just picked this up, and I don't know why it took me so long to do so, but it was on sale. I decided, you know what, I wanted to play a space game, and I was looking around because you were talking about that uh, Rebel Galaxy. Oh, it came so good. I know, and I almost bought it. I decided not to at the last second, which you're probably going to say is blasphemous, but I decided not to at the last second, and the only reason I didn't do it is because the entire game exists on a two-dimensional plane. Yeah. Or, like, a 3D, like, you're flat. Yeah. So no up, down, you know, like, real life in space. Specific. So instead, though, that got me really interested in a space game, and I decided I was going to pl- pick up Elite Dangerous. Wait, are you playing Elite Dangerous right now? I am playing Elite Dangerous Dude. right now. Okay, so that is one thing That is one thing I forgot to talk about that I have been playing. I got... Um, it's so an, goddamn good. An early birthday present, I got a, a HOTAS joystick, so it's like yeah. a throttle and a joystick, and yes. I have been playing so much Elite Dangerous what? this week. It is amazing. It, it's so freaking good. It like, is so good. I cannot stop playing that game. It's just... And I don't I even don't... do the space combat or anything. I'm just, yes, a, I'm just, I'm just a space trucker. Yeah, it's a space trucking game. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. It's so, it's so good. Oh my god. Okay, wow. first off, for, for those of you gamers out there who haven't played this game, check it out. It's on Steam. Watch some people play the game. Observe what makes it cool. The real reason I love this game is that it forces you to do everything. Like, like 
a lot of games have like um, a auto docking procedure, and it'll it'll just be like, don't worry, like you know, come on in, you're docked here, do the thing, truck to the other place. Like this game will make you line up with the loading dock port. And then actually bring your ship in <laughs> so and stick oh on the bottom half of a hatch, like you my, just click my, to it. My wife's cousin came over for dinner, like the whole three, view two or three the nights ago, and she was like watching me play. And she yeah. goes, "Do something exciting," and I was just like. I'm sorry that intergalactic travel is not exciting enough for you. I know. I mean, you can get in space battles, but I blow up all the time because I'm not strong enough and I have the, just the base ship. Um, did you so see I'm working the... on getting some credits so I can buy my own you know, faster star pilot. Did uh, you see what they announced today? No, what did they announce? They announced a AI voice pack voiced by none other than William Shatner. Damn. What? So, I gotta oh think it's to be the voice of your ship for 10 bucks. Oh, it's totally worth it. Yeah, I know. Are you know. serious? It's so serious. It's so uh, yeah, I'm going to pay for that. $10 for William Shatner to be my in-cockpit in voice all the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not bad at all. Okay, so so you're a space trucker. You guys ever watch Cowboy Bebop? Anybody? Yes. Okay, it's Cowboy Bebop. You are Cowboy Bebop. It's just a smaller ship, and it's just you, and there are guns on your ship instead of running away all the time. I can agree with that. <laughs> Basically. Cool. 10 out of 10, must buy. 10 out of 10, must buy. Like, must buy. So good. There, Alex, there is an Xbox One version. And I've been playing it on Xbox One. Okay. So we can gear up, Alex, and we can be... We can be Xbox. just a couple of space truckers going through space and looking for a good time in space. I, I'm, I got really close to saying the word <laughs> X-bone, and then yeah. adding hers oh, to oh, it. God. Yeah. We'd be a couple of X-boners. You guys going to X-bone in your space truck? I mean, that's what you do when you're in space as a trucker. <laughs> we just, uh, you just buckle up for safety, right? Strap in for some interstellar warp drive. Anyway, it's a great time to play it. <laughs> 10 out of 10, must buy, would ship myself across the galaxy. <laughs> it's friggin' amazing. Oh, so I've been dying to talk about this all week, so I'll talk a whole episode about that. So. Uh. That's true. I got a little sample earlier today. It was nice. You did. I stopped you in the hall and I was like, Alex! It's true. true. Well, maybe we can definitely do a, a space theme podcast soon. I, I can oh, imagine when we can do that. I'm space program if we do that. <laughs> For sure. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. What have you been playing, Danny? Um, I've been playing The Division, which I have a lot of feelings about. We're going to get all about um, those. Oh, yes. Um, I've been continuing to play Dark Cloud 2. Um, what is Dark Cloud 2? Fire Emblem. Oh, Dark Cloud oh. 2 is a, an RPG that was originally for PS2. Um, so it got, like, re... It didn't get revamped, but it got, like, released for PS4 so that you can play it. Um, so I've been reliving my childhood and, and playing that a bunch. Um, I've been... Going is back it, to Diablo. Is it as good as you remember it from your childhood? It is. It's a pretty terrible game in terms of like the voice acting in the story, but like the RPG elements and like the dungeon crawling are so good, so good. Cool. Um, so that's the part that I really love about it. Um, yeah, I I can't I can't. You know, follow up that uh, space trucker story, but um, <laughs> really good. there's no way you could win that. So. Yeah. No, no. So it doesn't make it 
It's not like a failing on your part. It's just a really great game. But so. oh, but I downloaded today. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'm really excited to play it. Um, Pokin for oh. Wii U. Oh. oh, you got that? I just Pokemon bought it, and it's been downloading. Um, oh, let's so, play that this weekend. Oh my god, yes, please. I'm yeah. so excited. For those of you who don't know, Pokin is the new... Um, it's almost like Street Fighter, but with Pokemon. It's made by Namco, so like Tekken, yeah. basically. So, yeah, Tekken. D- does Namco also make like the Naruto Shippuden games? The... Yeah. Those fighting games, or is that? I'm, I'm no, I thought that... it was. I thought it was Bandakai who made this one. I am not that kawaii. Poking it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Will. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> but I'm really excited to play. Like this is the Pokemon game that I've been like dreaming of my entire life, where I can like actually. Make animals murder one another for your enjoyment. <laughs> Basically. In real life. Um, so it's it's gonna be great. I'm very excited. Please join me. Play this game. So, with me. give me. Obviously, we all know my Pokemon knowledge. Um, yeah. Give me a little background, just a, a like a little blurb, because in my mind, I'm just looking at Super Smash Brothers, which is a nice view, but it's not. Yeah. So. so- Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, okay, so you know how, like, Street Fighter, they have kind of their own moveset per character, right? right. So each character is going to handle a little bit differently. So in Pokken, each different character is a different Pokemon from the games. So you've got Pikachu, you've got Charizard, and they're going to differ in size, they're going to differ in moveset. Um, I'm not sure how deep into, like, a fire versus water type they're going to get, because um, that could end up getting really cheap. But um, from what I've seen from the gameplay videos, it basically plays um, like you're kind of looking over their shoulder almost, and you are essentially fighting your enemy with their kind of moveset. So you can do combos like you would in, in Tekken or something like that, but you are fighting with Pokemon. Um, I'm assuming there's also like uh, an online multiplayer, some sort of campaign, or like mm. single player story. Um, but I haven't played it yet, so yeah. I'll definitely uh-huh. talk about it later. Um, yeah. But there's also local couch co-op for up to two people. Um, and my girlfriend has agreed to play with me, and I'm so excited yeah. to play this weekend. It's the best. So excited. I know. It's just like <sighs> I messaged you guys earlier. Like uh, two weeks ago, because it was like regarding me, like you know whether or not I should pick up a Wii U or just wait for whatever Nintendo's doing. And we, we all unanimously said, "Do it." Right. <laughs> the reason I took this poll was because, as much as I love playing video games, you know, it's like I can't just make my girlfriend just watch me play video games all the time. You know, it's it, it's like sometimes you just want to bring them over and just be like, just just play, just just play yeah. with me. And then she refuses to play like first person shooters and. Everything yeah. she's like, driving games, I love. You know, she always references Fusion Frenzy from the Xbox, uh, which was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was like a cool, like little arcade game. Um, but Nintendo is like the you know, per, like arcade games personified. You know, or like that, like that kind of you know playability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for couch co-op, I think oh. the the Nintendo systems you can have jump more. in and you can jump out. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the best kind of relationship you want. Jumping in and jumping out. Jumping yeah. in and jumping That's out. One. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, well, moving on. So, um, for 
our news recap for the week. Uh, we got a couple <coughs> topics here. Um, so Fifth Cell, the studio that was behind um, Scribblenauts, the Scribblenauts series, has actually closed up shop. Oh, so no. They, yeah, so they are no longer uh, creating or producing games anymore, which is really sad. That's mm. the worst. Um, I'm sorry. They, they, didn't, they didn't close shop. They had massive layoffs. Mm. Oh, my so, God. So they still exist, but they're just like a very tiny team right now. Okay. Gotcha. Um, is there, so. is there any, any insight on what they're currently working on or if they're working on anything? Um, I have no idea. You can always reach out to them for a comment and find out. Yeah, we'll try to find out for you guys and uh, post it on the website. I, um, would, I would say probably some kind of scribble knots type thing. Yeah. Scribble knots four billion. <laughs> yeah. The scribbling. The Keep scribbling. on scribbling. Keep on yeah. scribbling. But uh, next in news, we have some Nintendo news. Um, so Nintendo shares are up 8% uh, based on the success of Mitomo, which released in Japan um, thus far. So um, it makes sense with a new release uh, of something that's that's potentially going to be pretty big that their shares would go up, um, but this is some really good news for Nintendo. They need it. They need it. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. You give them all the fuel they can, you know, that, that they can take. Yeah, for sure. Um... And, and from what I've seen of Matomo, uh, I know that uh, Antonio actually got basically the, the Japanese version of it. Um, he's not able to like connect it to his accounts or anything, but it seems pretty exciting so far awesome. um, in terms of like the different points that you can accrue and how you kind of interact with the app and the kind of social aspect behind the app. So um, definitely keep an eye on that. Um, up next in PlayStation News... Um, we had the announcement of the PlayStation VR. Thank you, Will. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. It's going like to look that. just like that. <laughs> you look like that kid in a Christmas story. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I was going for when I wore these goggles. I wasn't going to say anything about it the entire episode, but since we're drawing attention. Will and his weird steampunk fetish. So. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. So we've got uh, a bunch of new stuff that came out that that uh, Sony announced for the PlayStation VR. Um, so it's going to be launching worldwide in October of this year. Um, and the sticker price is going to be $399, which is good. really crazy. It's definitely the cheapest of the few, but that does come with a caveat that it requires the Move, con or move Camera. Yep. Yes, uh, it does, the PlayStation separately. Camera. So expect those to shoot up on Amazon in price if you don't pick it up. Early. How, yeah. how much is the uh, Move Camera? I think it's like. I want to say it's like forty. Yeah. Yeah, I I have one. I, I think if you're gonna I be like, it's another three hundred and ninety nine dollars. I'll be like, what the hell is that? I mean, even even with the 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 headset and the goggle or the camera, like you're not even coming close to the Oculus, which starts at like six ninety nine. Six something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I I want to know what the um what the motion control feels like. I want to see how immersive it is. I mean, if we're just talking lean held head tilt, you can do that in alien isolation without anything but a controller. Yeah. yeah but, right? So Well, they'll they'll hopefully have them on demo at PAX. You're um, talking like head tracking, like okay, then pink eye for everyone. Don't 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 use <laughs> don't a VR put that on. headset. Don't I went to PAX two years ago. Wear goggles. And 
So you much, got pink so eye? Much, so <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get pink eye because I didn't put anything on your pillow. I refused to put anything oh on. Oh my god. But Somebody farted on your pillow, Tristan. So good. People giving butterfly kisses to each other in public by the hundreds <laughs> is not in well for anyone. What you got wrong with butterfly kisses? Come on. I, I love butterfly kisses if it's just like with my wife, but that's if real with gross. a thousand strangers, you know, that's oh how you get. They mush my eyeball against your eyeball. <laughs> well, we may not be able to try it on just yet, um, but we do have some more info about it. Um, so it's going to be a 5.7 inch OLED display. Um, pretty great. Let's see here. Um, yeah, slightly the, bigger than the iPhone SE. Yes, slightly bigger than the special edition. I don't know where I would have gotten that information from. <laughs> um, it's got th uh, 360-degree head tracking. Um, the latency is going to be less than 18 milliseconds, um, and it's going to display gameplay at 120 frames per second, um, which is pretty cool. And it seems Wait, like... What? Yeah. What was that? The... The headset is going to display at 120 frames per second? Yes. But I'm assuming most games are still going to broadcast in 30 to 60 frames per second. It's possible. So, um, it's it's also said that it um, has like a cinema mode. Thing? So I, just, like, I, cannot imagine, I cannot imagine a PS4 running anything at 120 frames per second without exploding. Shit's going to overheat. You can, watch, importantly, you can watch a Blu-ray... It's yeah, processing. Because there there is gonna be um virtual screen in cinema in cinema mode. So you Ooh, should be I able to do like movies, movies and stuff. Virtual reality movies, you tilt your head in and your character is like getting mm -hmm. way Did you guys see did you guys see the Pornhub thing that came out today? I don't know what oh, this is. I don't know God. about that website. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> no, I don't. So please tell me, on, please tell me if we are. It's on every tech website. That's all you have to know. But oh, oh, then I've heard. I'm it. sure. Porn I'm sure that's how. I'm sure that's how Tristan found it. Pornhub is a popular. I was checking Tech website. Insider this morning, uh, as I normally do. There was a special on IGN featuring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Investigative research shows. Uh, they watched. They watched a whole section of their website dedicated to 360 degree porn, specifically for VR headsets. Yeah. So. Yo. Uh, that a lot of people scrapped in this morning. <laughs> They're just like, well pretending. Man. Like, that brings a whole new like definition of strap on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's really that's incredible. Oh also so, oh, five points to Alex. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many of us are uh, familiar with the movie Demolition Man. Oh, yeah, uh, I love it. So it's got uh, um, Sylvester Stallone in it, along with uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, and the whole premise of this. And the whole premise of this movie essentially is well, I don't really remember the premise, but there is, but there is this scene. <laughs> There's a movie. Um, I haven't seen it. Don't watch so it. It's fine. So it's like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's like way like mad into the future. He's like way way gone, right? Um, and there's a scene where, and. It, and it was like the like the movie's version of the sex scene where he like plugs it like on this like camera and he's like having sex but it's like with a headset you know and so like this whole like takeover of VR it's just like reminding me of this Sylvester Stallone movie every time I see these news updates of like porn industries getting into this so early you know and I'm like 
this is crazy. I like I don't I like I don't want my whole life to be associated with the Sylvester Stallone movie for <laughs> my life, you know. Uh, but here we are. And here, here we, we are. are. Thank you. Thank you for the share. I'm so okay. blame them so for now, on the going forward, yeah. everyone watch this movie. That way, anytime there's a new VR porn update, You'll you will always right. think of Sylvester Stallone. Sure. That's, that's the real moral of the story here. Right. Um, but the, the only other thing that I wanted to say specifically about PlayStation VR um, is that there there's going to be another co-processing box that comes with it. Um, and so mm. included in the ability of that co-processing box um, is that it's going to allow simultaneous video output on your headset um, and the TV, which essentially means that you'll be able to play local co-op um, for games that support it um, between two people one player can have the VR headset on and the other player uses the entirety of the other screen of your TV. That's which beautiful. is amazing. I'm That's so beautiful. excited about that. Way and you're just going to have like those obvious fighting over who gets the headset thing. Yeah. It's like when you're a little but kid you fight over who gets the good controller. You can't but you can't get my mad cats. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but Mad Cat, no. the official sponsor of Player <laughs> Two. So, uh, Mad Cats, we're expecting a check um, right. in the mail soon. Oh, yeah, you can write that to all of us. That'd be great. Yes, Just please. Just it out to cash. That'd be good. <laughs> are they even uh, around anymore? I mean, yeah, they, 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 they are. Make, they make rock band instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're out of business. Is that weird? Coming close up to that. No, they make they make all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so. uh, you can forget the check. We'll just they make the they make a bunch of they make a bunch of like licensed Street Fighter uh, fighting stuff. Oh, like right yeah, yeah, like the pads and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They make uh, they some really cool stuff. stuff and some really bad garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I always remember like. But, I liked the fit of the smaller controllers a lot more because you remember, like, like when the Xbox first came out, the controller was like gigantic. It was like a quarter of the console. The OG Xbox. Yeah, it was like yeah, like the actual was controller huge. was massive. So they huge. so so Mad, like Mad Catch released like that really tiny little com you know controller after Xbox did, but it always just fit. Yeah, well, I'm you know like perfectly in your hand. That was like so. the only time that the Mad Cast controller was better than the original <laughs> controller. Right. But that was a very, <laughs> very specific circumstance. But they couldn't even leave it alone. They added like 500 extra buttons that didn't do anything. Like right. one labeled turbo, one labeled double turbo. And you're like, what is a double turbo? Yeah. It doesn't do anything. And you're just like, like, we're not ready yet. We're not ready for this oh yet. Oh my gosh. So in conclusion, Mad Cats, some really great things and a lot of really terrible things, which segues us perfectly into our main topic today. Oh, that's um, cool. And we, oh, I know, I know. Um, which our main topic today is our thoughts on The Division. And um, it's going to be a division between us here in the podcast because we are slightly divided on this. Cause we are very divided on this. Slightly divided. Um, so, yeah. Where, Let's start with the prosecutors begin? here. Let's start so, with you so roasting this shit. I've thought about this. I've thought about this and how we're going to do this. So how if it's okay this? with you, we're going to no. go one by one and we're going to say plainly how we feel about it. One word answers. And then we'll go around and we'll defend our answers and then we'll talk about it. 
You should probably write those down, huh? <laughs> I mean, I know everyone's answers, but for the for every, you know for everyone else. So, right. Danny, you start. Um, one word, I would say waste. Ooh. All right, Tristan. If the division was my firstborn child, I would try and swap it out in a park with another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my lord! Oh my god! Um, All right, Will. Oh my god! Um, <clears throat> wow. Um, okay, I would say similar to Watchdogs, wait for a sale. Alex, worth and, playing. Wait for a sale. Yeah, uh, I would say that I love it. That's that's where I stand on this. Uh, what? What and do you so, love about it? Wait, 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 wait. Hey, we just we just decided okay, how we're going to okay, do this. Okay. We, we, we've got a whole process. We've got a whole <laughs> okay. process here, Kristen. Yeah. Don't you worry. Okay, Danny. Don't you worry. Your answer, I believe, was waste. It was. Let's start with that. Those so, aren't the lyrics, well. Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> I regret everything. So... Okay, so the reason why I say waste is that I think that it was a waste of my time and a waste of my money. So I'll kind of explain why that was for me. So essentially, I have really two main problems with this game. Uh One is the actual gameplay itself. Um, I just didn't find it fun. Um, I, I loved the opening cinematic. Um, and that was it. Like, it built up this really great story, and then I got thrown into Brooklyn, and I was doing bitch quests. And, and then it goes nowhere. And then I realized that that was literally the rest of the game. Um, so I made it to max level. I did the Dark Zone stuff, but there's so many issues and flaws with the gameplay, especially when there are games that came out five or six years ago that did a third-person shooter better. Mm. That's like, that That really okay. kills it for me. Okay. Um, yeah. um, so, so and, and how did you play this? Were you playing it with other people? Were you playing it solo? You know, like, how I, did you interact with the game? Yeah, I, I did a combination of things. So I first started out the, the game playing solo, probably until about level 10. Um, And then I started doing um, the in-game matchmaking, um, which, like, went really smoothly. Um, Actually, if I had to give it points for anything, the matchmaking works pretty well, uh, at least on PS4, which is what I was playing it on. Yeah, PC Um, worked really good. And so I was, like, doing quests, missions with other folks, um, which helped. And then towards um, towards my end game gameplay, and once I hit level thirty, I was playing with people that I knew in real life and that what that I was friends with. Um, cool. So I, f- I feel like I played most of the different ways that you can. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, okay. Okay. Still, still after everything, you just still after everything. I I put it down. I played all the way through it. I finished the storyline. I um, completed a couple of the sections to 100%. I did most, if not all, of the side missions. I played probably at least three hours, if not four hours, of the Dark Zone. And still, like, I put it down two days ago, and I have no motivation to pick it back up. 
when the when the expansions come out and everything resurfacing, you're gonna go back. You know, what are you thinking? If so, I know that I'll probably test the waters again when the the raids come out. Okay. Um, it's it's been rumored that that content's gonna come out kind of soon, um, and that you won't need to purchase another DLC to play that content. Um, so definitely, if it's something that I don't have to buy, I'll at least give it a shot. Sure, um, free content. I'll play free content. Um, especially if it's a raid, because that's kind of like my jam with most did of my games. Start, did you start getting all the Phoenix credits and stuff? Uh, I started to, but like. <sighs> It was just, like, so much of a grind. Like, I did a couple of the daily missions, and it was just, like, again... It is a lot of bit of a grind, and there's not very much content as opposed to Destiny, which has at least, like, multiple missions on multiple different planets. Yeah. I just I just wasn't into it. It was too much of the same, and mediocre, mediocre the same. Mediocre. Okay. okay. Understood. All yeah. right. Tristan? I believe you described it as if you could swap out your own baby. <laughs> if you could swap out your own child and take it to a GameStop, essentially, for a dollar fifty. That's along the lines of what I said. I don't in-store I mean, credit only. Danny kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, you're you're dealing. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool-looking game. It looks beautiful. It's got a cool, immersive world. The problem is, is the world that you're immersed in is just barren, and there's nothing there. And I feel like the new patch added garbage. Like, wow. literally garbage. Wow, just garbage. But it looks beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's beautiful it, Especially garbage. when it snows on it. I was in the same boat as Danny, where I probably spent the first four or five hours playing by myself, mm -hmm. uh, just because I wanted to kind of, you know, get up there and kind of try and get some cool gear and stuff like that, and then I kind of hopped into matchmaking, and then I finally convinced one of my friends to get it, and so we were playing, and honestly, all that team mechanic really did was add more guys and more bullets. It didn't really ever add anything that made me feel like I was engaged with another human being. It just, I'm sitting behind cover waiting for these dudes with flamethrowers to come at me over and over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, and that's another thing, like, the AI in that game... Stupid. It's... I, I haven't tried playing it on... I've heard it's better on, like, the more challenging modes, but I've only played it on, like, the, the normal and a little bit harder mode. They're just so predictable. And mm -hmm. I can... You know, the only time that you die is if you're overpowered or you're facing someone that's a higher level with you than you, and they just knock you down immediately. It's just not. It's not great. Um, and my biggest problem with that game, especially when you're comparing it to a game like Destiny, is the loot. You know, like yeah. the game. The game is all about getting better loot and and becoming a, a cooler, more powerful person. In Destiny. There's this awesome aesthetic point to it, and I don't even like Destiny. That game sucks too. But there's this awesome like aesthetic point where the stuff that you get looks really cool. Your guns look really cool. Your gear looks yeah. really cool. In this, I'm getting the same AK-47 or sniper rifle. It just has better numbers. Right. All of my clothes like look the same. Different. Right, mm -hmm. like you're still in a hoodie and cargo pants. Yeah. At the end of the day, what am I? What am I investing all this time for? If it's just, I'm not really, like, gaining anything, you know, visually. I'm just, I can go to my stat menu and I can see higher numbers. Like, that's not, that's not, I don't know. I could go on and on, man. It's just not, 
and it's not. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's nothing there. It, it needs a raid. It needs a better PvP component. It needs a better story. It needs something. It needs to be not a sixty dollar game that is like a foundation. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Unfortunately, what I will say is that I, you know, and this is coming from someone who like likes it a lot. You know, I I haven't hit level cap or anything yet. Sure. Um, uh, but I'm probably uh, no, I'll definitely hit it like this weekend, if not tomorrow. Um, I'm, like I'm at level 23, 24, but I'm off tomorrow, so I'll probably be playing it most of the day. Um, but w like one of my only pet peeves is like it's just another guy in a in, you know in a red hoodie, and he's just harder than the last guy that I saw in a red mm -hmm. hoodie. Like like the the enemy variant is non-existent. It's it it, it it's it's either guys with flamethrowers or guys with a bat or a guy with a gun, you know, like like those are the three guys that I'm fighting, you know, most of the time. Um, now I haven't been in the dark zone at all because I'm waiting just to get to level thirty so I can kind of tool around in it. Oh, don't um, don't you wait, don't you worry. It's more dudes with purple names in okay. purple yeah, hoodies and the same loop. Yeah, it's literally it's literally the same thing. But there's and also other like people. Defending it, I also have to agree. It's like that is some bullshit. Hmm. But there's other people who will mess up your day, and it actually makes it really difficult. Here's the one thing. Okay, so hang on. Oh. So here's the one thing about the Dark Zone that I actually think has some promise to it. I don't think it's actually nailed out, and I think at the end of this, I'm going to come to the same conclusion you guys do, which is the game is utter shite. But for now, I think that I have positives, and the positives are that in the Dark Zone, because there is the difficulty of other players, like other actual people that can run up, and pretend to be on your team and help you defend um, and until the helicopter comes in to drop your stuff out and at the last second betray you, everything is terrifying in the Dark Zone. Yeah. Like, the rest of the game in between, like, Midtown West and Midtown East all the way up through Grand Central Station, like, all <coughs> that stuff doesn't matter. Like, I'm not scared at any point. I just don't go in an area that I know I'll get ruined and or slowly encroach my way up until I have the higher stats to do so and the weaponry to do so, right? So it's a grind on grind on grind on grind. In the dark zone, I can be in a really low-level area and get wrecked because somebody else from a level 30 comes down and just blows my shit up for no reason. Yeah. So I'm, like, constantly yeah. sneaking around in the dark zone and having, like, heart palpitations when I see somebody. <laughs> I'm like, are you friendly? And they're like, yeah, I'm totally fine. And then I, like, blow up at the last second. I'm just fucking pissed because I lost all my loot. So yeah. that's the only thing that I'd say it has going for it in a positive sense is that I actually don't want to go into the dark zone because I know that I'll get messed up unless I have a squad with me which encourages me to play in that group-minded way. So I you know, like I think you're right, Tristan, in that it's more foundational than it is solid gameplay. Um, you know, but the other thing that I think the game does have going for it is the stunning aesthetics, if for no other reason than the fact that I live in New York and I see these places that I'm walking through and trudging over, like, garbage cans and stuff, I feel like I'm walking around a ghost town of New York. But I yeah, also agree yeah, that there's not cool. enough there. No, there's nothing. Like That's what really initially hooked me, and it's kind of like, oh, all right, cool. But I don't feel the same way that I did New when York, I first booted the game. New York, City, New York City is a, a, it's a city full of millions of people. So and many people. This is taking place, we don't know exactly how long, but you can tell kind of by, like, the immediate surroundings that it, it's not, like, long after Black Friday. You know, it's, it's within a month or two months. Mm -hmm. So where are all of these people? 
you know, unless they're claiming they're all in body bags. I haven't seen, haven't I haven't seen, seen that many body, body bags. bags, man. Have you gone into the subways in the dark zone? But there's still not many millions. Like That's I'm true. running, d- I'm running million. down these empty streets between missions, and all I'm doing is giving people food like once in a while and closing car doors, and that's not enough. That's not enough to keep it you interested. It's a closing car door simulator. Well, and, and one of the most for that. All right, guys, you lay off. <laughs> one of the most interesting things in um, the opening cinematic was like the newsreels that were popping up that were like, yeah. you know, all these things that were happening, and like half of the things that were happening are places you can't even go in the game. Like they were mentioning thing? how how Central Park was uh, this mass grave, and I it's not even that. a part of the map that you can yeah. explore. That that uh, that opening cinematic. There's that this. There's this one part where they show like people holding onto subway rails, and I just immediately thought like, "Oh my god, if this ever happens, I am so screwed." Like, yeah. <laughs> like I just I live in this germ-infested, poison oh, den. We're all screwed, New York. Dude. Oh my god, yeah. Oof. The one thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Like, I know how annoying that is. I like. I like the fact that I can explore New York in this in this mindset. Like I could, I like that I can check things out in this way and and run around and kill stuff. I think there isn't enough there, and I think that it's like the base Destiny game was in that way. That it came out and it was like cool shooter, awesome, can run around, can do these things. What else? What's the what's the point of the grind? And then they released uh, what was the first one, Crota's Bane. Um, yes. Right, and so Crota's Bane came out, and then there was the Wolf Pack or whatever, and then there was Taken King. Wolves, and then Taken right. King. And now Taken King, like, revamped all the game style playthrough, and it's actually engaging, and I kind of want to continue to play in there. I don't, because i got other shit going on. But, you know, I could, and I wouldn't be upset if I did boot into Destiny and shoot around for a while. <laughs> I'm saying that I see the Division as the base game that Destiny was when it first released. And if they have a solid platform for DLC, not that I'm a huge fan of DLC, but if they were able to revamp the game in that way and they were like, unlock new areas, add new enemies, a full new storyline plot, you know, you get to go over New Jersey, uh, take the subway, actually go through the Lincoln Tunnel to see what the hell's in the Lincoln Tunnel, um, under Central Park, get into more stuff... I don't know. Like, I would see that as being more beneficial. The other thing that bugs me is like, I've already got all the loot. I got everything. I picked up all my like, I picked up all the little blue drops. The entire west side of friggin' 59th Street down to uh, wherever the bottom of the map is is clear. There is nothing left. Like Murray Hill, like, like all that area. All that shit is picked clean. I have gone through it and picked it clean, and there isn't anything. And I almost wish that when I unlocked a checkpoint for our for the uh, not the LMB because they're crazy people, but the uh, the JTF or Joint Task Force or whatever, yeah. I wish that if I cleared a checkpoint, if I go visit that checkpoint again later, there it's should clear. still be GTF people there. There should not be looters looting <laughs> things. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that you know ultimately you're the looter in this game and you're not a very nice person because you're like, <laughs> no, look at those sick bastards in red hoodies. And Let that's murder a, them and take what they're taking. That's exactly the problem with the story. I know. That's not you're, enough. I mean. you're pa- well, you're panned out as this Hero. Protect, protector of society who's rebuilding the city and when you 
complete missions, you get these points to put into your base that make it bigger and better. Yeah. But that never does anything but allow you to shoot more dudes. It's true. It should do why, stuff. It should unlock why, the city. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not anything other than a genocidal maniac, you know? Yeah. I mean, but That's if true. you look down that lens, it's like, like you can say that about any game. I mean, like every game, your objective is to kill whatever's in front of you. There's never a game where you get to be like that passive observer. Yeah, uh, very, but like... If very, they, yeah, but certain if games have the ability to like... Forget, let, let's take Fallout 4. Yeah. Fallout I was just going to say that. The settlements. Settlements, you can unlock. Fallout 4, you also have the ability to unlock perks where if I point my gun at somebody, they get scared and, like, back down. And they're like, uh, you know what? I'm not, gonna, I'm not doing this. In the, in the Division, I, like, actively try not to kill looters. I try to go around them, like, look, we're all just people. We're trying to survive in this city. No big deal. Like, I am trying to play this hero character that you built me up to. And I'll walk over to them, and I got my gun, and I'm like, look, we're chill, dude. Just don't shoot anybody. We'll be fine. And they'll shoot somebody else, and then I'm like, hey, that's not cool. I have to kill them. Or I walk by them, and they just whip their guns out, no problem, and they start shooting at me. And I have no problem with the story being, you know, that one-dimensional. Sure. But when you're Ubisoft, and you're a AAA title, and you're touting it as this immersive world and this crazy story, and then turns out, you know, it's like Assassin's Creed 1 was, where you just do the same thing over and over, you know. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the biggest problem is... Like I said in my article, Ubisoft's really good with ideas and terrible with execution. Mm. And they find their stride with it when it comes to sequels and DLC, but that doesn't help you right now. You know, no. it's, it's 2016. Give me If you're telling me my game is something, you know, at E3, don't give me this totally other thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, my... My biggest thing is, a, I don't like. I can see why people compare it to to Destiny, but it, it, like because of the fact that you're like looting and you have a gun, like I get it, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like I can see the comparison. But in my mind, like when I got Vanilla Destiny for the 360, I picked it up, I put it in, and I literally had no idea what was going on with that story. Like there, what it was like, I there was nothing going on. Right, I was just like, all right, I'm in space. There's some aliens. I'm gonna go kill them, you know. And then after yeah. a while, I was like, yeah, but like, why? Like, why am I in space? You know, like, and then I started asking but questions. Why so, are there aliens? But what is space? <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I just got like really like wrapped up in that and kind of like overly concerned, and so I quit playing it after like level eleven or something. Mm-hmm. So the reason why like I like that game so much. The division specifically. Um, the reason why I like the division is because it's. I'm playing it specifically matchmaking. Like I'm playing it with my two uncles and my cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. and and so because I'm playing it with these people who I'm always playing video games with, like we're always playing Battlefield or we're always playing World of Tanks or just like whatever. Which you know, like you know, like whatever we're playing, uh, it's. It's it's involved, you know what I mean, and we're like yeah. like trying to one up each other and who can get this first, right? Um, yeah. And so it becomes more of like a competitive thing and yeah. less about the, like the fact that I have to hide behind a car for the entire game, you know? Like it it becomes more of of that design, and so that's why I was encouraging you know people who are like, oh, I'm playing it solo and it sucks. I'm like, well, I think that's the problem. Like you, mm-hmm. yes, you can play it solo, but it's not the same game. 
like it's completely not. You know, it's it, it's no different than like getting on Call of Duty and sinking in five hours. Yeah, you can do that solo. It's a lot more fun with other people though, even yeah, if you yeah. don't even like Call of Duty. You know That's what I mean? Fair. Like Call of Duty blows by itself. It's fun because you're just like you, like you're getting hyped with the other person. You know, like it's mm. all about that interaction and and being like, oh my god, come save me because my ass is on the ground right now. You know, mm. instead of like I just keep mm. dying, right? Um, because like like when I try to play the division by myself, I'm like taking it real easy and I'm like tiptoeing and it's it's like grindy. And so I understand what you guys are saying. Like mm-hmm. like like I like I can relate to that in a huge way. But when I'm playing with three other people and one of them run and one of them's running a health kit and I'm running a turret gun, you know, like we all kind of play off of each other. And so it becomes more dynamic. It becomes I think what it's intended to be played as. You know, you know, to be played as. It's like Imagine running World of Warcraft raids with no tank, with no healer, and it like you're just one person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like you can't yeah. do it all. That like they like, like those games are not designed for those, yeah. like those one man experiences. You know, they're they're just not. Yeah. Mm. And if you if you approach it as a social game like that, you know, like your World of Warcraft or your you know, your destiny or your kind of massive multiplayer experiences, then it does that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say for, like, a day one multiplayer game, like, at, at least for what I've seen on the console, like, this has the best matchmaking. Oh, yeah, the matchmaking. Yeah. For sure. The matchmaking in this is probably some of the best since I've seen since, like, Halo 2 matchmaking. That is, that that is what I'm saying. I, it's yeah. like... Like, it's mind-blowingly easy to just be like, all right, I want to play with Tristan. Boom, I'm in. Like, there's... there's, It's insane. It, it yeah. is absolutely insane. But then on, on top of that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with Halo 2, at least that game changed it up, you know? It wasn't just the same thing. I mean, it was shooting people over and over, yeah, but... Yeah, but- I with mean, Halo, hey, it's... you're preaching in the choir. Yeah, Halo's my favorite franchise of all time. <laughs> That's right, you mentioned that. Best game of all time ever is what you said. Right. Um, yeah, he did say that. He did say that. On I, record. I mean, that's fine. You, I'll bury me with that quote. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, uh, I mean, you guys raised some good points about how it's not all there and it's not fully fleshed out. But I think I, I do kind of agree um, with Alex in that, you know, when I'm playing with my buddy across you know, state lines. We log in at the same time. We grind around for a little while. He helps me level, um, you know, get ourselves into some trouble and then work back and fix our base up and that's it. Like, it's fun. Yeah. I, I can see, like, yeah. it's it's a good thing to get lost into. It's easier to boot up um, and want to just kind of jump on than, a, than Destiny was even because of the matchmaking. Um, yeah, I mean, for strictly just, like, social yeah. aspect, like, in terms of, like, you know, is this a game that I can pop in and literally just, like, hang out with my buds? Like, it serves that purpose very well. As a game that you would play, like, on your own, like, for for gameplay, like, I'm playing this to play a really great game, Yeah, misses the mark. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And and a lot of that is because there's no competitive component at all. You know, it's it's great, like, as, as... Alex, Alex is grouping up with his friend shooting computer baddies. That's great and awesome. But once you want to get competitive with it, there's nothing there. I mean, yeah. the only kind of competitive thing that exists in that entire game is going into the dark zone, finding, a group, or finding a group of dudes, and then being like, I'm going to be the dick in this group and just kill someone. 
like that's not competitive. But that's <laughs> not, there's no hard. skill there, you know. Like yeah. at least like bringing up Halo again, you know, Halo consistently matches you up with people like of your skill, and and you go at it. And there's that's not here. It's it's just it's a it's a cool co-op shooter. And mm-hmm. yeah. as a social co-op shooter, it does that great because it's a mindless grind that you can kind of zone out. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I think Alex is having more fun talking to the people that he's playing with and socializing with them than he's actually having with the game. And that's Which cool. That's, that's wonderful. But that's not the game. Yeah, you know? I think it is missing that multiplayer aspect, and I, I, I'm excited for that. The other thing I think it's missing, um, and again, this is coming from someone who enjoys playing the gameplay, it, it, I think it's missing random events. Hmm. Yeah. So the one thing that, yes. that really bothers yeah. me is the fact that I can... You, can... you can randomly close car doors. Ha! Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Oh, and, uh, and you can like, shoot rats anytime. I've tried yeah. And pigeons. <laughs> and pigeons. You can, you can do jumping jacks. You want it to be weird. You could do jumping jacks, and you can shoot your gun while you do it. You can kill people accidentally. Oh. Uh, it's amazing. Because <laughs> people are just like shooting guns and flying down the street. Yeah. Um, so I, it's missing random events in that I can't go into, um, you know, um, the financial district and, and find out that there's something that wasn't there 20 minutes ago. Or, like, in Clinton, I can't wander over and find, like, a little defend this. Even if it's the same bullshit that's already been there, I should be able to wander around and get tossed into something that I didn't expect. Wasn't that... I I totally agree with you. And their solution to that, I feel like, is when you talk to the guys in the safe house and they kind of throw those side missions at you. You can clear all of them. Yeah, those aren't random. They pin them on the map for you. They say, go do this. And it's always the same... It's yeah. always the same three things. Really, the closest thing to that that I can think of is when other players start an extraction. And then at that point, you have That's the choice. It. it gives you two minutes, and you can decide whether you want to attack them and try to take their stuff, or if you just want to steal their uh, their helicopter when it comes down. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I think that's what it's really missing. If they could add in random drops, a solid multiplayer setting more stuff to do in general, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are the three things that I think would pull me back into it and make me love this game even more. And I like playing it. I like getting lost in this. I want to explore. I had a really great time sneaking around like Sam Fisher pretending that I'm not there behind cars. Like Sam Fisher, the chess player? Yeah, like the chess player, the pro <laughs> chess. Oh, um, oh, no, that's um, Bobby Fisher. Sorry. No, that's, that's the Splinter Cell guy, right? Splinter Cell guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, by the way, there is a great reference to Splinter Cell guy in uh, the original base. If you go in there, she's got the uh, the Sam Fisher goggles. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, Lau has her has the goggles on her desk behind oh, her. Oh, can that's I awesome. just say that I love how, like, every woman in that base is a lesbian? Oh, Yeah. For sure. Oh my god. It's Actually, so if you want to know even more than that, they made every single one of the people who distributes missions from every safe house like a super stereotypical version of whoever they are. All of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that is and true. talk to them, and if you're doing the mission, one of them is like the mom whose kids don't visit them. The other <laughs> one is like the, the gangster thug, um, you know, uh, Italian from Little Italy. Right. Uh, the other one, yeah. The other one is like the construction worker dude. Like, they're so quintessentially perfect. The other one is like um, the 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 gay actor who's like trying to get films, and he's like, 
Stay to your day job. This is my show. You know, like yeah, it's stupid. They tried uh, yeah. so hard with that. What that I will, funny. what I will say, you know, being the fact, you know, that like uh, the fact that I do love this game so far mm-hmm. is that uh, I I hope that they open up more of of Manhattan and and like open up more of the city so that you can actually explore it. I haven't looked at the DLC packs, um, you know, and you know, because like I know that they posted that timeline, which if they're I just saw, offering gear and equipment, I'm not interested. But if they're offering content, I'll play it. Mm. Yeah, like if they open up more of the map, you know, that'll be really cool. Again, I don't need paid drops. Again, because you know, level like like the level cap is so low, I don't know that it necessarily makes sense to open up more of the city if you're already thirty, because there's no incentive to do it. You know, it's like your incentive to go to your incentive to go to the next mission is either loot or you know leveling up. You know, I mean, I've always you found grind that or grind to loot. Yeah, I mean, like I've always found that leveling up is way more fun than being at le- you know, like than being at cap and just annihilating everything around you. Like the like the like the fun process for me is leveling up, and then once I've kind of hit that cap, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know. I mean, like like that was always my struggle with World of Warcraft. Like, like I don't even know what happens after level cap for most of the <laughs> expansions because I would just like level up, and like that was yeah. my experience of it. You know, like I really enjoyed doing that. Like going from quest to quest and just, like, dicking around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, the absolute opposite of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> end game, like, getting to end game level and completing the end game stuff is, like, my jam. Like, any, World of Warcraft, like, raiding, PvP, like, even um, Destiny raiding, stuff like that. So the fact that there's, like, really nothing that you can do after level 30 in the Division except... <clears throat> just grind for better gear yeah. is rough. Well, and again, this At is... At least this far. You know, uh, me personally, like, I find no pleasure in finishing things. Like, I know, like, everyone, like, like oh, I finished a book. I've, I've, I've finished a TV show, you know? I Like, I just hate finishing, like, media. I don't know what it is. It's like, like I get very attached to it. I'm like, I don't want the show to end, so I, like, don't watch the last three episodes. I'm like, very I, that. I bought the last season of Lost, season six of Lost, bought it on DVD, never watched it. I have no idea what happens in Lost. Uh, like, I'm, it's like a problem. I remember the, uh, the dog farts and wakes up, and it's the whole... And that's the whole shit. It, it was all a dog dream. It was, it was a dog, dog dream. Alert, guys, sorry. Yep. It was a dog dream. I think, I think at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that the Division needs some more content, and that we're kind of looking at the DLCs, the new download packages, updates to kind of bring that in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's accurate. And I think I stick by my original example, which is buy it on sale, just like just like Watch Dogs, it, right? Yeah. Watch Dogs has some cool content. I enjoyed playing through it. I enjoyed the fact that I didn't pay $60 for it. <laughs> I very much enjoyed that $15 price point. Because I thought that was worth it, right? Yeah. Um, and it came with all the DLCs. So for me, that was that was buying the end game at the price that I thought it deserved. And I think the Destiny has the Destiny, uh, the Division <laughs> has yeah. um, third time you've the, done this. I know I'm the worst. Has the uh, I, I called it density all day today. That's true. Um, has I thought uh, you were making Back to the Future jokes, but then I realized you weren't. I just can't. I can't brain. <laughs> it has the potential to be something better than it is, and so that's why I'm saying it's. I'm willing to play it. I, I enjoy the time that I've given it, but 
on sale is better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else want a different last word? Um, I think he. That was a great bipartisan answer. That was fine. Perfect. <laughs> Smack down the middle. That's, that's the. That's my division. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but <I'm, psst. laughs> I can't not do it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Cool. Wow. All right, guys. Good talk. So, um, everybody out there. If you have any comments, if you want to share your thoughts on the division, if you want to talk to us about our podcast, what we're going to talk about next, if you just want to say, you know, how great we look now that we're going to be on YouTube as well, um, you know, send us an email at podcast at pixelrader.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, send us questions, comments, concerns, news, anything. Um, we are here. Um, thanks for joining us again. Um, Again, my name is Danny. Uh, I'm Will. I'm Tristan. And I'm Alex. And Are we doing hands? Yeah. Is that is hands we're doing? Happy hands. Hands, hands. hands. Weird. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll be on next week. Check it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, take a look at pixelrader.com for all of your gaming news. Rated number one in this podcast. By us. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the four of us specifically. Oh, awesome.